Welcome to Psalm 58. This psalm is kind of a difficult psalm. Difficult because it uses some very poignant imagery when it comes to how enemies should be punished. For instance, verse 6 to 10 is very forthright. And here David writes, Break their teeth in their mouth, O God. Let them disappear like water on the sand or like the slime on a snail. Make them like broken arrows. Let them be like stillborn children. Let them burn up like fuel under a pot. Let them be taken away in a whirlwind. Now you will find similar passages in other Psalms too with weird descriptions of violence such as Psalm 35, 1 to 8, 59, 11 to 15 and 69, 22 to 28 and this are what is called as the imprecatory Psalms. In fact, the 1980 service book excused the Anglicans from ever having to use the Psalms, especially Psalm 58 in worship. And the reason is, this Psalms kind of seem to clearly contradict the admonition given to us by our Lord in Matthew 5, 43-48, where he asks us to love our enemies and to bless those who curse us. So how do we really go about as Christians with the Psalm? I suppose, as with all the imprecatory Psalms, we must not let the violence and the curses mentioned here deter us from trying to get the bigger picture or looking at the problem as a whole. So what is really happening here in this psalm? Why is David so indignant? David in fact directs this psalm at those who were rulers or judges in some sense. These rulers were supposed to govern and administer justice. But instead, they have aligned themselves with Saul and have passed judgment on David and condemned him to a death sentence and tag him as a traitor. And therefore David is outrightly outraged. He's outraged at injustice. He's outraged at the kind of wickedness in high places where those who are supposed to govern with justice and rule with integrity of heart have fallen in their duties. And those who were supposed to uphold right rule seem to have become perverted. And David therefore proclaims this psalm. Now we as Christians are called not to condone sin but to speak against it. We are to feel the holy anger deep within when we witness injustice being done. We cannot afford to sit quiet in our homes when justice is perverted and innocent people are tortured. We are in fact called to agitate and speak against when injustice is done. Not in the sense of being destructive, not at all, but in the sense of truly wanting to see the righteousness of God being upheld. And in all sense, wanting to see God's kingdom and God's will to be done here on earth as it is done in heaven. It is Warren Wiersbe who says, If only more saints today felt a holy anger against sin, the church might have a more effective ministry as the salt of the earth and the light of the world. If only more saints today felt a holy anger against sin, the church might have a more effective ministry as the salt of the earth and the light of the world. May I say, a Christian who does not oppose wickedness does not fully understand the heart of God. A Christian who does not oppose wickedness does not fully understand the heart of God. We must oppose wickedness. We must express holy anger in the hope of justice and righteousness of God being upheld. Please remember, a holy anger and a forgiving spirit indeed is the mark of a true child of God. Yes, God of justice will bring about his justice in his time, but we as David are called to do our part in furthering the will of God, the rule of God, here on earth as it is in heaven. As it is said by Edmund Burke, the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. The only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. So as you read this psalm today, ask yourself, 
what are some of the things that may invoke a holy anger in me today? What are some of the areas of injustice and corruption and wickedness that I see around me? And ask yourself, what can I really do about it? Of course, we're not called to curse people or call upon fire over their lives, not at all. But we all can do our bit as conduits of God's grace and shalom over the spheres of influence God has placed us. And may God truly bless us to be the salt and the light in the places God has planted us. Shall we pray together? Dear Lord, as David was angry at injustice, outraged at wickedness, I pray, dear Lord, the holy anger of God towards unrighteousness will blaze within me. Lord, how many times I tend to turn a blind eye to lawlessness and corruption and injustice all around me. But I pray today that you would truly help me to be a conduit of God's righteousness in the public and the private place that you have planted me in. In Jesus' name this I ask. Amen. <music>